Hello and welcome to Daughter Shine. I'm Monique Thomas and with the help of some special friends, this podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to live the life you're made for. Against the grain of the pressures to be perfect and have it all together, I'm interviewing women who have found purpose and strength on the other side of some of their greatest challenges and weaknesses. I hope their stories inspire and empower you to face the challenges in your own life and to allow the light of God's glory to shine through you more powerfully than ever. Ladies, I want you to know that your shining is not dependent upon your circumstances, nor is it dependent upon the opinions of others. We've been given the power to shine whenever and wherever we are. Ladies, welcome back to the Daughter Shine podcast. Sorry, it's been such a long time. I've been busy writing my book and working on sending my manuscript to some publishers and agents. So I'll keep you posted on how I'm getting along with that. And just had a few personal challenges that have shifted my focus, if I'm real with you guys. But I'm back and I'm good. And today we've got a great interview with a friend of mine, Jendela Benson. Uh, fun fact, Jenny and I went to school together and she's a phenomenal woman. She's the contributing editor at Black Ballad. Um, she's written for a number of different publications. She's an author. She's a TEDx speaker. Go and check it out. It's amazing. She's a photographer, a filmmaker, a mom of two gorgeous boys. She's a wife. But what I really love about our interviews and the time we get to spend with people is that we're able to peel back the surface of what you might see on the social sphere and really take a look at, talk about how faith and our life experiences are leading us in the purpose of bringing glory to God. That's what this is all about. So I'm inspired and I know you're going to be inspired too. So I'm Jandela, I'm a photographer, filmmaker, writer, mom, wife, Christian. I think when I was younger, I always had like really high ideas of what I wanted to be and who I wanted to be. And growing up, I tried out a lot of different things, which I think is why I kind of still do quite a lot of different things because I couldn't like put stuff down that I enjoyed. Um, if I'm honest, I think a part of me would be really happy that I'm still kind of expressing myself and exploring all these different avenues. And there's probably a part of me that would have been a bit disappointed that I'm not making as much money <laughs> as I thought I'd be making, like when I was 16 or whatever. But you know what, like when I was 16, there was only so much that I knew about life. And now being nearly 30, like, I'm, I'm happy. I can say I'm happy. So when I was about four, my mum said that she had a dream that I was going to grow up and be an artist, which I think is why she allowed me to pursue like design and photography and like all these things that traditionally Nigerian parents would be like, hmm, maybe that's more of a hobby, not really a career. But um, I didn't really know what I was kind of capable of. I didn't really have an idea. I mean, I always was told that I was good at writing and stuff. But then even at school, I was told that, you know, you're erratic. You're, so it was like, oh yeah, you're good, but it always felt like you're not quite good enough. And then when I pursued art, my teachers would then tell me, 
oh, why don't you do English instead? Like, you're better at that. So I think I got a lot of conflicting messages about what I was good at. So I kind of just had to decide what do I actually want to do. And I think I'm quite stubborn because when all my art teachers were telling me to do English, I was like, no. At some point I had to just decide, you know what, this is what I want to do regardless. It doesn't matter whether people think I'm the best at it or it's my strongest thing if this is what I want to do. And I think it was quite hard for me because when you're, especially when you're like academically gifted, you're always used to being praised and you're always used to being top of the class and you kind of have that competitive nature in you that if I'm going to do something, I have to be number one. So kind of letting go of that and realising that if I'm going to do it for the love, for the expression, for the enjoyment. And obviously I want to get better, but I'm not necessarily going to get everyone's approval all the time. That was a journey for me. I've done a lot of things. <laughs> I've done music, I used to DJ, I've done dance, I've done all kinds of things, but finally deciding that this is what I wanted to do, I think it's because it just felt the most natural. Like, when I'm trying to process something, I would do it through writing. If I have an idea, I'll see it as a picture or as like a film. So it's literally just what felt the most natural to me and what I would, what I'm always gonna get satisfaction from, even if no one sees it. So if I write something and it doesn't go anywhere, the fact that I've written it is enough. So I think that's what allowed me to settle on these things. I love how in this next segment, Jendela gives us the language of living a life we believe in as a guide towards authenticity. I remember reading in a magazine this quote and it said, live a life you believe in. And it really stuck with me because I think it's so easy to do things because we think we're meant to do it, because we think that it's what is expected of us because someone else thinks it's a good idea or because it looks like it's a good idea for someone else so why don't I try it but um, being authentic in whatever I'm doing whether it's something personal at home whether it's um, work related it means just doing living a life that I believe in living creating expressing in a way that is aligned with my values and what I hold dear and I mean sometimes it's not easy because we've got all these different um, influences all these different messages kind of coming at us telling us that this is what we need to do to feel good this is what we need to do to have success but so many times I just need to pull back and be like no what what do I believe in like what are my values what's my moral compass what is it that I know to be true so that's kind of how I gauge authenticity for me and whether it's the message that I put out in my work, whether it's just how I am at home and the choices that I make with my priorities, it always comes down to that. So I think that history is really important and there is that saying that if you don't know where you're coming from, you don't know who you are, you don't know where you're going. And for so long, the people who have been in charge of compiling history and kind of keeping stories across the world have been such a limited narrow kind of group of people so I want to contribute to history in a way that's representative of the truth that's representative of like my life what I've experienced and what people like me have experienced and that could be women that could be black people that could be Christians that could be whoever 
it holds truth and it holds light and ultimately it's encouraging it doesn't necessarily mean that everything's going to be comfortable that i talk about or if it's going to be comfortable that with the issues that i might address but um truth is important and i think sometimes it's really easy to lose that in a time where everything feels relative and you know and fake news and he said he said and all this kind of stuff but i just want to contribute stories that are true the main thing that gets in the way of me shining is that i think too much about what other people might be thinking about me and what i'm doing and when i second guess myself like that i don't maybe do what i want to do because i'm thinking too much of how is it gonna play out what other people gonna think and so i remember when something like really terrible happened to me recently or in the last like five years or so something really really tragic happened and i was talking to a friend and so i was so consumed with what other people were thinking what their impressions of me were whether they thought i was a good person still that kind of thing and my friend said to me that everyone who is for you is still for you and everyone who's against you was never for you in the first place and that really kind of changed my perspective on what other people think because it's like the people who love me the people who care about my well-being the things that i'm concerned about people thinking about me they're not think like do you know what i mean they're not thinking that all the things that i think mean so much all the things that i think are like almost life or death kind of reputational things the people who know me the people who love me they're not thinking about me like that and ultimately first and foremost i have to remember that i am like who am i i'm a sinner saved by grace i'm flawed i'm a mess at times but by the grace of god i'm able to do better be better every single day and remembering that it kind of doesn't matter what other people think because i'm flawed of course i'm gonna make mistakes of course people might not like me but i'm not here to be liked i'm here to like do what i'm meant to do i'm here to do the will of god and that's all that matters i mean it's not it's not easy i think the pro like who i am right now is like a product of years like there's been times when i've really wrestled with all of this and it's a process that sometimes i still even wrestle with like just this morning i was having a conversation with someone saying i feel really i feel like i'm back at school i feel jealous that some people get to do this and i don't and some people are friends with someone else and they're not friends with me it's a process and in the creative industry where it's so competitive and there's so much happening all the time there's people getting awards there's people getting kudos there's people getting all the things that you want like it's hard like but if you want to be better it's something that you just have to keep on meditating on you keep on have to remind remind yourself who you are what you know what god says what those promises are like you just have to it's like a literal battle of the mind it's a battle of the wills it's a battle of the emotions and sometimes you might lose but you know what you can go to bed and say today went a good day i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and i'm gonna do it again and that's that's all that you can do to be honest and just have compassion for yourself do you get what i mean just have compassion for yourself because ultimately like the biggest the biggest picture is is that god loves you and he's got you and everything else in between is just working things out and like all the badness that happens all the times that you trip or fall it's like another opportunity for god to extend his hand and remind you that he loves you his grace is there and like you're do you know what i mean like you're not forsaken and it's never the end so it's hard i'm not going to pretend that it's not hard 
because yeah like I said this morning I was going through it but I'm here now talking because God is good <laughs> I love this woman it sounds cliche but it's true God is good he's with you he will never leave you whether you're on the mountain top of life or whether you're going through some really difficult times he's there I hope you're encouraged to live the life that you're made for and to shine your light. I just want to say a huge thank you to Jendela for your honesty, for your openness, for your heart and for just being you. Ladies, I hope you enjoyed the interview. I hope there's some takeaways to inspire you on the journey of purposeful living. Follow us on Instagram at DaughterShine and check out the website DaughterShine.co.uk to find out more about the other interviews we've done and also you can read some blog posts on there as well. Love you guys and until next week, God bless.